you can't be passive healthy. Like passively healthy doesn't exist. Health is active. You have to actively fight for your health. Because if you don't, you're just going to get what the culture gives you, which is chronic disease, inflammation, pain, pills, potions, lotions, shots, and surgery. Hey everyone, this is Dr. Barrett. I'm a board-certified chiropractic physician with a passion and emphasis in functional nutrition. We can't wait to add value to your health as well as the health of your family. Thanks for listening in to The Real Health Podcast. Hey, before we jump into today's episode, do me a favor. If you like this episode and you like hearing from Dr. B, share it on your Facebook, share it on your Instagram. We're really trying to get this health movement out. So without further ado, let's get to today's episode. Welcome back to the Real Health Podcast with Dr. B. This is your host, Lane. We are here. We've made it to episode 13, lucky number 13. Dr. B, what's up? What's going on? Uh, Well, we're in the new location. Man, I'm digging this new location. Really? Yes. This new room that we're recording in, it's it's a good location. You liking it? (laughs) Yeah, man, I'm digging it. You know... Um, when I'm at the health factory, I'm home and when I'm here, it's like, it's cool. It's mm-hmm. great. Love what God's doing, but it's nothing like, uh, your roots, you know, it's nothing like the health factory. Yeah. So for anybody that didn't listen to maybe episode 12 or not aware, or you're a new listener to the real health podcast with Dr. B, um, Dr. B and his business partner acquired armor gym, which was out in West Knoxville. And now they have two locations. They have a location out on Alcoa highway in Knoxville. That's the health factory. And then this location that is West Knoxville, and it's called Armor Health. And it is the same building as Armor Gym. And what is happening over at Armor Gym, man, it is, it's, it's really awesome. The, the growth that's happening here is, is, is phenomenal. It all comes down to culture for us. We want to, we want to create a community of people that are not comfortable with easy. And, uh, and easy just isn't good enough. Um, in this world, you got to work for what you want. Uh, dogs got to eat. And so people just aren't willing to do what it takes um, to get healthy. And that's just reality, man. Uh, but a lot of people don't know the community to support them in that journey, right? Mm-hmm. You can't be passive healthy. Like passively healthy doesn't exist. Health is active. You have to actively fight for your health. Because if you don't, you're just going to get what the culture gives you, which is chronic disease, inflammation, pain, pills, potions, lotions, shots, and surgery. Well, that's today's episode. Thanks so much for joining us. (laughs) So we're a community that just says, hey, easy is no longer going to suffice. We're going to work hard. We're going to put our head down. We're going to do it as a community. And we're going to enjoy it. Food is enjoyable. Yeah, it is. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Working out can be enjoyable. But doing it with people is much better. Heck yeah. Man, that's so good. Well, again, if you guys are in this area, make sure you come out to Armor Gym, Armor Health, and uh, come out and see Dr. Barrett. This is uh, what's happening out here is, is, is powerful, and we're excited about it. So episode 13, we are here. You know, real quick, I just want to give a shout-out. We've got 39 five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. What? 39? 39. On, How about that? I didn't and know then, I had 39 friends. You had 39 friends. And this is the best part. I, I didn't tell you this until we started recording. This is the, this is the mic drop, okay? <clears throat> Friday, when this comes out, 
we will have hit 5,000 downloads. Come on, man. 5K. 5,000 downloads. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's big time. That's big time. So (laughs) (laughs) thanks. Thanks, everyone that has listened to this and shared this. I talked to someone the other day that was listening to this on the the West Coast, and man, it's, it's so cool. And the DMs, all the recommendations, I'm actually going to... If you follow us on Facebook and you follow us on Instagram, we would love your feedback on what you would want to hear Dr. Barrett and I talk about on future episodes because really we're trying to help the real health movement. This is real health. This is what we want to talk about. So do us a favor. Go and let us know what you guys want to hear on upcoming episodes. But today is actually one that I think a ton of people are going to be able to use and share with their friends and their family because common household killers – that is, I mean, we're in it every day, and we need to understand what they are. And also, I think a lot of times people don't understand, well, okay, here's what a killer is. Well, what can I use? And I think that's what we're going to cover today. So common household killers, where do you want to start with it, and where do you want to end with it? So we'll get into specifics that uh, like swaps and recommendations, but I'll tell you that um, the things that are in our house are killing us, and, uh, and we don't even realize it. And so one is uh, we're creating a hyper-sanitized environment. As you know, COVID hit, and so people bought, like, the chlorine wipes, like they were going out of stock, which they kind of were, which is sad, and a ton of antibacterial soaps and agents. That is a major health crisis in our families. We're creating antibiotic-resistant bacteria that will, over time, um, have damage in our bodies, create problems within our health. So that's the first problem is we're hyper sanitizing our environment. But you have to sanitize. I'm going to play devil's advocate here, right? I mean, it is good. Is it good to sanitize and at what amount to sanitize? Man, you know, 500 years ago, all those chlorine wipes that they used to sanitize their <laughs> tents and their <laughs> brick buildings, whatever it was. Yeah, I dude, get that. They, I mean, yeah. it's crazy how they survived. <laughs> So, uh, no, we don't need to, man. We don't. I mean, you see people ripping livers out of cows and eating them on the spot, right? So we're so, we're so disconnected from our environment, and, uh, and, and unfortunately, it's creating a major health problem. We don't need to sanitize. We really don't. We, we, we can sanitize the way, what, the way it's designed, which is using natural ingredients, fermented ingredients like vinegar, and that that's smart, right? But no, we don't need to do it to the extent that we're doing it now. There in that one, that two-year period, and it, some, it's still happening, there were, there were hand sanitizers. I, I kid you not, I feel like anytime you went somewhere, they were everywhere. Everywhere. And I, people, I, I just remember some people were like, my hands are so, you know, chapped and dry. And I'm like, well, it's because you basically are putting your hands yeah. in a, just a bowl of alcohol. <laughs> of alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't drink it, yet you put your skin in it. It's the same thing. Your skin is the biggest organ in the body. Yeah. The second thing is really hormone disruptors. So a lot of the chemicals that are in our, and that we use in our house and a lot of the chemicals that are coming through our water supply is uh, a big time hormone disruptors. They attack our thyroid. They attack our, our uh, female's uh, hormonal system. So they're big endocrine disruptors. They create infertility. They create uh, miscarriages. They, they create uh, fetal, uh, fetal harm. And then not to mention neurodegenerative conditions. And they're, they're literally a killing agent that they use in the Holocaust are, are combining in our house and making that same gas when we take a shower. And we'll talk about what that is 
Unless you just want to get into it. Yeah, I mean, I think we should just get into it because, I'm, again, I, I, I think what we're talking about today is things that unless you do research, unless you are aware, unless you have a friend that really can understand like what's happening, you don't ever hear about it. That's right. You don't ever hear about it. You don't hear about the water that's coming into your house. You don't hear about the sanit like how important it is if you live at the end of a cul-de-sac and you were your house was built in the 1940s like what's coming into your house. Mm-hmm. You know like those are the type of conversations that if we're going to talk about real health you got to figure out, okay, where is this stuff coming from? Yeah, that's right. It's real health for real people, and real people are living in homes today that are toxic. And so, okay, so the simple starting point you mentioned is, is our water supply. If you take Knoxville, for instance, you do a Knoxville Municipal Water Report, you're going to see a host of chemicals that are killing us slowly over time. So one of the big things is chlorine, right? So there is a ton of chlorine in our water supply. Actually, it's crazy. We have a full home water filtration unit and a home uh, sink reverse osmosis uh, water filtration system. So we have perfect water at our house. And so when I go into like public and they put a glass of water in front of me at a restaurant, you can literally smell the chlorine coming out of that. It, it's crazy how much chlorine is on our water supply. But the, the real problem is chlorine in and of itself is dangerous. But when chlorine is combined with organic chemicals and compounds, um, it it forms chloramine, which is combined with ammonia, or chloroform. In, in essence, chloroform is, 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 is a gas that is a neurotoxic, it, it kills your brain. It's a neurotoxic chemical. So when we're taking a shower, that chlorine's in our water supply, it's combined with water in and of itself, it's forming a chlorine gas that is neurotoxic to the body. And so as that hot water is running down your skin and it's forming that water vapor and you're breathing that in your lungs, it is not only lung toxic, brain toxic, liver toxic, it's also kidney toxic. And so we're, we're, con- we're literally consuming through our lungs one of the most toxic ingredients, uh, which is chlorine gas. So the first thing is chlorine is toxic and chlorine is also not just in our water supply. Elaine, as you know, a lot of people are using it in bleach and and they're bleaching their their clothes, they're bleaching their sinks and their toilets. And it's doing the same thing, especially because chlorine in like your Clorox products is always combined with things like ammonia. And when chlorine and ammonia come together, it forms, like I just said, chloramine, which is a very toxic uh, uh, chemical that is uh, again toxic brain, liver, kidneys, and the whole fertility system as well. Okay, so females, uterus, males, testes. So those that's one of the biggest offenders right now in our environment is just the the chlorine overload from bleach and our water supply. Okay, <clears throat> just real quick when it comes to chlorine because when I hear chlorine, I hear okay you have it in the water and you alluded to it at a restaurant. So I'm just curious real quick if someone you get water at a restaurant. Um, what, why don't, what should you get instead? See if they have a bottled water. Is that, is that better? It is for the most part it is. And it is, and I don't drink water when I go out to eat. I know it's weird. Uh, but it's actually, a, uh, affects your digestive system. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're just taking water, which is a higher pH. You got a stomach pH, which is low acid. You're putting water in there 
and you're trying to digest at the same time, it's not going to happen. Yep. So um, I just don't drink water. I drink before and after I eat, but not really during. I may take a couple sips, and, and traditionally, a bottled water, if you're going to get it, is great. But yeah, you're trying to limit as much water intake at the table as possible. Okay, so that real quick, and then I wrote this down to chlorine. When you hear chlorine, I mean, we have swam in chlorine our entire life. What is there a negative effect with that? Or it, there is. How, it, you, kids are doing it every day. They are. They absolutely are. But why are cancer rates in kids right now higher than ever before? Why are we having infertility rates higher than we ever have before? Why are we getting Alzheimer's dementia earlier than we ever have before? Why is chronic disease on the rise? And it's because we are living in a toxic environment. And that the toxicity is ever increasing. So no, it's not going to affect a kid necessarily at year one or year three or year five. But the biocumulative effects of chlorine plus other toxic ingredients over time is really what creates dysfunction disease. And it really impedes the liver, which is your primary way of hormone conversion, detoxification. So over time, it just inhibits how healthy that liver becomes. Are you going to speak to how to help with the whole um, water coming into your house with chlorine. We'll, we'll, are we, you want to get to that now or yeah. do you want to get to that later? No, let's go ahead and address it since we're on it. Um, uh, well, let me ask you this question. If someone's listening to this right now and they're focused on eating organic, they're focused on exercising, and you know, and, and they hear this, okay, and they're like, man, what is this? It's just something else that I have to do to better, and it's, it could be a bigger investment. How important is something like this. How important is taking a look at what is coming into your house? I know you're going to say important, but I just want to hear, you know, yeah. how you stress it. Yeah. Um, to me, water intake is the most important first step if you're trying to get healthy. Wow. Is increasing your water, increasing pure water. And it's not just drinking water. It's also the water we put on our skin. So there's some easy strategies that help that are financially doable before you go to the whole home water filtration system, right? And so the first thing is they make shower heads that you attach that reduce over 90% chlorine. That's, that's a win. Even for moms with little babies, they're like, oh my goodness, I'm bathing my baby in chlorine. Well, that's heavy, right? And so what, don't you have a uh, chlorine ball. Yeah, we got one off Amazon. I mean, it was it's super simple. We just have it in the water when he takes a bath, and yeah, it's it's very simple. Thirty bucks, you get this chlorine ball. You run your water through it, and then you just kind of swish it around the water for a couple minutes, and again, it removes about ninety percent or more of chlorine. Those are simple strategies. Those are thirty, forty, fifty dollar strategies that are immediately impacting your health. Um, from a bathing standpoint. Okay, I'm going to interrupt because I think I just this came to my mind. With that, with the chlorine ball and kids, specifically uh, infants and toddlers that are bathing in that water, can they have reactions to the water and they parents aren't even realizing it? Can stuff come up on their skin with that? Non, uh, so non-filtered, high-chlorinated water? Yes. Can absolutely create skin irritation that could be as simple as eczema. Wow. And so, yeah, we, we, you nailed it, man. You, you do see that because it is, a skin, it is a skin irritant. So it will irritate the skin. Babies are incredible. They heal so fast. But over time, the, the accumulative effects of these toxins will, I mean, okay, perfect example. A mother's um, umbilical cord sample shows 206, on average, 206 toxins, different toxins in the umbilical cord. You know what's, you know what's insane? 
more than half of those are carcinogenic or cancer forming. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just in our and it's in our bodies and it's in our, in our environment. So we just we need to reduce where we can, and 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 water is an easy way to do that. And then for drinking, you, I think I've seen at your house you have a Berkey, right? Yes, we do, and it's amazing. Yeah, so, I mean, again, just a simple strategy. Do you have to go and spend $500 and do the reverse osmosis? <clears throat> you can, or, you know, $200, you can get a Berkey, which is a phenomenal option. A great water filtration, not just chlorine, but you're going to remove a lot of other organic chemicals that are in water. You're also going to uh, remove heavy metals. So even just going with a Berkey water filter is a good option. Right there, <clears throat> immediately, we've reduced a significant load of chemical exposure in our house by a Berkey filter, a shower head filter, and a chlorine bath filter. Just those three things, you spent under $500 and you've reduced your chemical imprint in your family significantly. Yeah, and I'll say too, firsthand count, those two investments are worth every penny to feel better every single day. I mean, why would you, you feel better. I'll just put it that way. You feel more alert over time. Now you, with the Berkey, you do fill it up with water. You fill it up with tap water, and then it'll it'll run through, and it takes a little bit. So you have to be ahead of it. But I mean, that it's so simple to use. It really is. It's so simple to use. I can't imagine at your house how often you're actually filling up that Berkey because we're a family of, mm-hmm. of three right now, and we're filling it up quite a bit. Yep. Um, but those are two things, and I will link those two items in the show notes. So if you're listening to this, especially, man, I the the ball. Bathing with with little man, man, that's just that's a game changer. Well, you do it in peace, man. You, you know, again, because it's going to cost you a couple grand to do it for the whole house, right? But I mean, thirty dollars immediately, you got a shoe in the door. That's all you need. You just need one foot in the door and just keep making traction. So, everything that we talk about is for real people that are trying to make real health strategies, which are simple, cost-effective strategies that aren't you know, this crazy biohacking recommendation. Yeah. We've got those, but hey, let's start simple. Water ball. Amazing. Household killers. What's next? The antibacterial agents. So a lot of things that we use, even from the Clorox standpoint, uh, is is in the antibacterial soaps um, is hyper sanitizing our environment. And we use them on our skin a lot. Now your skin should have a healthy balance of bacteria, but when you start killing off all that bacteria, it not only leaves your skin deficient of good quality bacteria that can create porous openings, larger openings within the skin that then drive infections and make you more uh, irresistant, um, to, to, uh, viruses and other pathogens. Um, but it again creates antibiotic resistant or antibacterial resistant bacteria, which is a big issue in today's society. And we're gonna see super bugs more and more. And that's why we have a big issue in the hospitals because of how, how sanitized their environment is and it's creating super bugs. We can do that within our own home. So in lieu of the toxic chemical antibacterial agents that we use, we can use as simple as water, vinegar, little tea tree oil, a little lemon oil, and we're rocking and rolling, man. I mean, it's just that simple. And we're using nature's ingredients to create a sanitized environment that's not hyper-sanitized to the point where we're killing everything off, including what's on our own body. If someone's listening to this right now and they have been hyper-sanitizing things, which 
that's just kind of what you hear in the in the public. Like it's okay. Like yeah. it's okay if you if you've been doing that. Sure. And you're like, okay, well, maybe we need to backtrack this. Do you go cold turkey or do you kind of wean off of that type of stuff? Because then, you know, my, my initial brain would say, well, if you go cold turkey, we're, everyone's going to get sick. Mm-hmm. We're all going to get bugs, you know. So let's do this step-by-step process. Do you, would you just stop cold turkey? Yeah, so I would recommend um, getting rid of the antibacterial soaps. That's a good first start. And just going to a non-antibacterial soap, just a good, organic, clean um, soap, lye soap is fine. Okay. So just a, a different soap, a castle soap, a black soap, something like that is super moisturizing, has high, uh, vitamin content, high antioxidant content for our skin and for our body. And so something like that would be a good first step. It's same thing with like deodorant. You don't want antiperspirant. That is going to clog up your pores and create major issues. Go to a deodorant. Will you sweat? Yes, but it's the sacrifice for the long haul. So there is a little bit of sacrifice in mentally in the sense that you're just not going to feel as clean because it's not antibacterial. But again, (laughs) it's better in the long haul to expose yourself to bacteria and build your immune system. We are already a microcosm of microorganisms. We are a blend of trillions of bacteria, viruses, parasites, yeast, fungus. We actually need bacteria to survive. So if we're hyper sanitizing, and only the strong survive in the bugs in our environment. It will create a problem over time. So the first step is, yes, I would remove just the antibacterial soaps and sanitizers from our house. Go ahead and throw those in the trash. And instead, use a nice, good, clean black castle soap. Um, and then you can use a little bit of silver, like a silver gel or a silver cylinder or something like that if you really want to use a hand sanitizer. And you can... We probably should do an episode on silver and the effects of, or the positive effects of silver, because I know I didn't really know what it was until we started, you know, to to come here. So I think that would be a pretty good episode to do. Um, common household killers: we got the chlorine, we got the antibacterial soap. Any other glaring things that we want to hit on, especially just for this episode? You know, those are the two big things I wanted to talk about. Make it practical, easy. Water and antibacterial soaps and agents, and then in general. Your household cleaning and you know cleaning cleaners, um, cleaning agents like your sprays that you use. Let's just say for polishing. Okay, that's not healthy. It may look pretty. Okay, your stainless steel fridge may may be smudge free, but that ammonia is toxic to your kidneys and your liver. So removing ammonia is also very important. It's one. Of, it's probably so. We're talking about top three like chlorine antibacterial agents, and then ammonia, ammonia agents. And you'll see it listed in the cleaning agent, ammonia. Ammonia is very toxic to the the kidneys and liver. And again, it forms a connection with chlorine that causes chloramine, and then that becomes a bigger issue as well. So I would also look at your cleaning agents. And something that's simple that's on like Walmart, and it's not the cleanest, but it's a good step in the right direction, um, is like Myers brand. You know, you see that in Walmart and Target. It's a good next step progression. Not too expensive. It's practical. It's easy. It's at every store. Seventh generation, again, is another cleaning agent that is there. It's available. It's a good step progression. So if you're out in the store, buy a Myers and switch one thing out at a time. Switch, switch your cabinet spray with a Myers spray. Okay. Switch your dish soap with a Myers soap and just slowly progress your house from a toxic to a non-toxic environment. 
and that this is one of those swaps in one of those episodes where you're not going to swap something on Monday and then on Tuesday miraculously feel this whole, my gosh, I feel so much better. Like the world has completely changed. I'm going to go. I mean, this is one of those things that's like real health over time. That's good. It's That's a true word right there. I mean, real health over time. And so I think this has been helpful. Um, anything you want to leave the listeners with right now? Yeah. Hey, at- you can actually ask questions. So if some of some of this is too just like, whoa, it's I need help navigating that, just reach out to us on on social media. You know, go to the Instagram, send us a direct message, ask us a question. We'll answer it on air next week, next podcast. I like it. Let's yeah, do it. Why not? Right? So if you have questions, we would love to hear those and we would love to respond to you directly. That's amazing. Thanks so much for tuning in to episode 13 of the Real Health Podcast with Dr. B, Common Household Killers. Again, I will link in the show notes some of the things that Dr. Barrett talked about and uh, looking forward to future episodes and any input that you guys have. Without further ado, we will see you next time. Before you hit X, hold on one second. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the podcast today with Dr. B. Two things that would really help the Real Health Podcast movement one share it on your social media your facebook your instagram wherever you're on a social network and two if you go to apple podcast and you scroll down give us a five-star rating and give us a review thanks so much for your time and we'll see you next episode